0: When everything shut down down here, we started a group called um, Plug a Business Tasmania and it took off really rapidly. Um, I, I worked on it a lot to engage with, with the community on it and particularly the business community. So um, in the Plug a Business Tasmania group, people were uh, either sharing their own businesses or sharing um, someone else's business they, they love. And by default, we are seeing buying and selling happening through that group so I'd also received copious messages uh, from business people who are really hurting and really grateful to get these sales so I thought to myself there needs to be a more organic way a more sustainable way sorry for um, for us to continue this buying and selling because we didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring.
1: And welcome to Smart Online Marketing, where I chat to switched-on entrepreneurs and experts to chat about smart strategies to build your business in a profitable and sustainable way. My name is Katie Griffin, and I am in the digital marketing game. I specialize in Google Ads, and I've worked one-on-one with clients such as Showpost, Whimaker Law, and Snuggle Honey Kids. And I also have my own course teaching small businesses how to grow profitably using Google Ads. If we haven't met before, I'm a kombucha-loving Real Housewives apologist. Alongside my love of all things pop culture, and yes, that does include the Kardashians. I'm a mum of two, a self confessed hippie at heart with a love of all things business. On today's episode, I have the phenomenal Janelle Larkin, who is the founder of Buy From Tasmania. Janelle is a really super switched on businesswoman. She's a mum of three boys, including twins. And she has a really full life. So she has her own business. And then recently when COVID hit, she decided to create a Facebook group called Plug a Business Tasmania. And this group helped keep small businesses and the community connected during the lockdown. She then realized that businesses needed a different way to sell and grow during social distancing, particularly those really micro businesses that might have relied on market traffic and that avenue of retail was really shut down. So Janelle, with the help of a local web designer, developed an online multi-vendor marketplace called Buy From Tasmania. It's a state-based version of Etsy with multiple shop fronts and one car. So you can buy from a number of different Tasmanian vendors and check out and receive what Janelle calls a party on the doorstep. And I was just absolutely blown away by this story. I connected with Janelle when she came into my Google Ads course. And she also has a robotics business with her husband, which is a whole different other story, but she has a lot of skills when it comes to building a business and I just love chatting to her. So let's get stuck in to my chat with Janelle. Okay, welcome Janelle, thank you so much for joining me today.
0: Thank you for having me, it's a, it's a pleasure. Yes, well,
1: we were talking yeah. just before we jumped on, we were talking how we, um, I, I found it very funny that we bumped into each other on a Zoom room, or in yeah. a Zoom room in a, a room, couple of weeks yeah. ago when we're kind of, we're competing against each other for, uh, well, by the time this podcast goes live, we'll know um, who's been awarded the Osmopreneur Osman Pre- Osman Pre- what is it, the Digital Innovation Award? Digital Innovation, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you've got it in the bag. You've no. totally got it in the bag. <laughs> no, we'll look back at the, I'll cut this out if I if I don't win. Um but no, because we were we were because of COVID, all the interviews happened online and I was in the middle of or well, at the end of my interview and then a face pops into the room and I was like, I knew that, that's Janelle. <laughs> I, know. I know, I was entered into the room
0: a wee bit too early. So I kind of bombed your interview. No, it was so really funny.
1: I loved yeah. it. So can you tell people before we talk about the business that you've been nominated for this award for, which is Buy From Tasmania, can you tell people a bit about your background in business mm. and kind of how you got to where you are today before starting Buy From Tasmania? Yeah,
0: well, my background in business is kind of like a, a bit of a roller coaster. So it was never something I planned would happen. In fact, um, by trade, I'm a registered nurse. So I'm an oncology nurse. So I knew that. I know, I know. So I, I worked as uh, in the hospital <clears throat> in outpatients, giving chemotherapy and doing um, bone marrow transplants and things like that. And then I became when I had the, my children. Um, I became a a travelling breast care nurse, so I was going into people's homes, um, doing that kind of work, and uh, that led me to um, doing some work for the National Breast Cancer Foundation, which then led me into a world of not-for-profit. So I have a a really strong background now in the not-for-profit sectors. And then my husband and I both found ourselves redundant and at the same time, he took a redundancy. He was uh, um, worked for our local um, electricity company. And so we went, well, what are we going to do now? We know where we're going to go. Are we going to get a job? Or is this our chance to start something new? So we created our own um, company, which is now, um, that in itself, has evolved from uh, mostly consulting um, to now an industrial robotics company um so yeah we've we've really kind of um we when we first started we knew nothing about business we didn't know how to set up an ABN we knew nothing about marketing um I was kind of a bit crappy on social media I just kind of shared a few photos of the babies um because um I'm in my 40s so um Facebook wasn't around you know when we were kind of just starting out so um yeah so it was a real learning curve for, for us so that's my background now um which is kind of I've learnt on the run um, I failed accounting in year 12 <laughs> and now I have to do my bass every month um, so that the, I feel like um we've done multiple university degrees in a really short period of time and we've made mistakes and um it's but and met amazing people to help us along the way. So this is where I am today um, from an accidental meeting in business, I guess.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm really keen to understand, like you say that you and your husband own a business. So are you co-founders of that business yeah, together? Yeah. What is it like, because I even know I don't own, I'm, I'm the founder of my business, but mm-hmm. my husband is a huge support network for that because obviously when you're talking about things, you're so passionate about growing your business mm-hmm. that Having someone else to talk to you about that is such a big help. When you are both in that business, how hard is it to clear, to draw clear lines between, like, business, work life, or is it just impossible and you kind of have to?
0: Yeah, it's impossible for us because we're both um, self-confessed workaholics. Yeah. Our business is our life. Um, and, like, we do have fun. We're, we're really lucky that we balance each other. Um, my husband is a fly-by-the-set-of-his-pants kind of fella. He's a real, uh, he was born risk-taker. He drives, he, he races motor. Cars and bikes, and you know, so that's where he's at. Where I'm going, Oh, come on, settle down a bit. Like, oh, if we spend that amount of money, what, what, well, how are we going to feed the kids? Or, you know, that I, and he's going, Yeah, but if we don't spend it, we're not going to make it. And so we, we really balance each other really nicely, and our personalities are really quite different. But something that we do really, really love is that we like to have fun. So um, we do draw the line there. Business is business, and then we have fun, you know. So um, we have we do have a nice balance. Um, I'm not saying it's not stressful because business can be really stressful, mm. um, and you know you're putting everything on the line at times. Um, particularly when we decided that we would um, turn our business into a robotics company. So we're we're searching the the world for the best um, and innovative products to take men and or women out of confined spaces and we put robots in so we we have things like um, pipeline inspection robots and uh, robots to go under bridges and and things like that so and they're not cheap investments so we we really put everything on the line to um to take our business in that direction um so we do Work from the moment we get up in the morning to the moment we go to bed, um, but at the same time we also watch our children play hockey and we go to we do school pick up and drop off. You know mm-hmm. we, we really balance things out. So and we are so present for our kids that um, that is the benefit for us of being in business. And yeah, so it's a, it's an interesting ride.
1: I think that when people are looking to start their own business or, or just fall into it, that often they're, they're wanting to leave the nine to five and have a more flexible and in their mind, they or people that currently work nine to five probably think leaving that means that you get to go off and have long lunch dates and you're going to the mm. gym all the time and you're being really like really flexible. I think the flexibility that we talk about as business owners is really the flexibility to work on during the hours that we want to. So mm. like you, I am able to do kinder drop off at nine and kinder pick up at two thirty, outside of stage four, but then I can make up those hours at nighttime when the kids are asleep. Whereas if I didn't have, if I had a nine to five job, I'm locked into, well, I've got to get before school care, after school care, and I'm less flexible that way. So your overall working hours are usually more, however, you're more fulfilled because they're on your own time and you're working towards like a goal of your own. Yes,
0: that's exactly right. It's interesting because I'm, my kids play hockey, a lot of hockey. So I'm always there and I'm always on a phone or a device of some kind. And people probably think I'm scrolling Facebook or whatever. And they always comment on it. They often say to me, oh, you're always on that bloody phone. You know, every time we look at you, you're on that phone. There's a reason. i may either not here and in the office working or I'm here and I can bring my work with me. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm really um, flexible with that. And usually I am in the car with a computer on my lap or, you know, whatever it takes for me to be present for the kids but also present for work. So it is a real juggling act that I didn't always get right and I'm probably still not. But uh, for me, so long as I've got really healthy, balanced kids, who have me around um that's the most important thing for me
1: do your kids um they're at the age now where they're probably coming into understanding more about work and Mm. and do they comment about that it's a good thing that you're able to do that sort of stuff like how do they because right now my um we're in stage four lockdown in Melbourne as we record and my work to my daughter is more visible than ever my five year old yes. because beforehand i've always worked during her kinder hours and when she's asleep mm-hmm. um, at nighttime I mean, and now i'm working when she can see me working, mm-hmm. so in her mind I'm working more, but in my in, in reality I'm working less because the kids are around more, yeah. but it's more visible to her. So your work would probably be really visible to your kids because like you said, you're on the go with them and you're able to be at these events, but you're also having to multitask at the same time. Do they comment about or do they have any thoughts about whether that's a good thing or a bad thing?
0: Look, they've just always, even when I was, uh, they can't really remember me as a nurse, but when I was working in a not-for-profit, so I was working from home. So they've always known me as that mum who works from home yeah. um, and they've always seen it. So. Now, as they're growing up, they've got really good work ethics as well. Mm. So particularly my eldest, who's now seventeen, um I actually have to tell him he needs to stop. you know, he, he's now delivering pizzas, but he also set up his own uh, woodworking company.
1: Oh, wow, um, so
0: he's he's gone through the process already and has that entrepreneurial spirit because he loves money. yeah <laughs> and, um, and he, you know he wants he loves spending money. so he's he's really um just, kind of picked up from that because we're never negative about our work we're always yep. positive about our work um even they might see us stressed at times but that's kind of just by default kind of rubbed off on them um, which I think is a, a really good thing and um and they also know that no matter what you can start yourself up in a business and make a bit of cash, you know. Mm-hmm. So you don't always have to be employed by someone. Um, so long as you're creative and you're ready to work your bum off, you know, they're they're really, um, yeah, they're going to be okay.
1: And, and it's very empowering to know that that you're not mm-hmm. you're not reliant on on other people on other people taking a chance on you. You can take a chance on yourself. Yes. Yeah. And and sometimes, like, I, it's really I I love hearing that and now you can see the benefits of being a working mum in that your kids are are, are benefiting from that themselves in having that work ethic because there is um, moments that I think, oh, would my kids be better if I didn't have a business or was able to be at home with them no matter what? And then I I hear you talking, and it's such a short time that then they're going to be entering into the workforce themselves and mm-hmm. taking. up Not saying that they wouldn't have the same kind of work ethic if you're a stay-at-home mum, but it's nice to hear that by osmosis they t- they pick up on on that work yeah.
0: ethic. Yeah, yeah, it is really good, and and um, you know, I I didn't take maternity leave with my twins, for example, because I wasn't in in the nursing sector anymore so I went um I sent straight from the hospital and I was still working in fact I was working from the hospital with the twins um so um I I'm mindful of that when I talk about um my experience too because there's something really exhausting in that Mm. Um, and I almost broke myself by the time the twins turned five and so uh and I I joke now that I took my maternity leave when the when the twins took turned five Um, and then I look back on it um, that you know I missed their first day of kindergarten for example um, because I was in Sydney working I live in Hobart obviously and so there were there were parts of being that um, full-on working mother um, that is almost regretful but you know what they can't remember it (laughs) so they haven't been affected by it one little bit. So that's my guilt I'm wearing. It's got nothing to do with the kids at all. So um, they're quite happy. And, and you look around and as I i mine are older teenagers now and it, it happens in a flash.
1: Yeah. So. And obviously that those really strong roots in not-for-profit have been a big influence over the the latest venture that you've Mm. which is Buy From Tasmania. So can you talk to me a bit about where this Buy From Tasmania came from, this idea and and how you kind of got that up and running off the ground?
0: Well, initially we started a group during, when everything shut down down here, um, we started a group called um, Plug a Business Tasmania and it took off really rapidly. Um, I, I worked on it a lot to engage with Uh, with the community on it and particularly the business community. So um, in the Plug a Business Tasmania group, people were uh, either sharing their own businesses or sharing um, someone else's business they they love. And by default, we are seeing buying and selling happening through that group. So I'd also received copious messages uh, from business people who are really hurting and really grateful to get these sales. So I thought to myself, there needs to be a more organic way, um, a a more sustainable way, sorry, for, um, for us to continue this buying and selling, because we didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring for our businesses. So my background had given me the skills to network Really strongly, so I have very large networks because working in a not-for-profit sector means that you need to get as much PR for yourself or your company for free. So that was that's was my skill set, bringing people together. And so I reached out to this amazing woman called um, Sarah Crawford, and she's got a company called A Line Design, and she creates the most incredible websites. So um, we had a chat we'd never met before, but I'd seen her popping up on, you know, women in business groups and things like that. So I thought, I reckon she's my girl. So I contacted her and, uh, and she said, yes, I, I know exactly what you want. You're talking about um, an Etsy for Tasmania. And, and that's what it was. It was a multi-vendor platform where businesses could um, could show themselves off. They set their own virtual stores up and they... Um, they they can shoppers sorry can come online and um, buy from multiple stores through the one cart, and it's it's all all the shipping's worked out for them, and um, you've got a party on your doorstep. We call it within a few days, and it's it's really working well. And I um and then because of my background again in. Um, not-for-profit, I reached out to some like-minded um, companies for uh, some support, one being mine um, to support the website and the other being Bendigo Bank. And um, so together we funded the build of the website and so I was able to make it free for six months for uh, uh, for businesses to come on board and then I'll make it $99 a year um, for businesses to continue selling or, or advertising their their businesses on there as well and look if I can get more funding which I'll, I'll still push for I like to make it as free as I can for everyone um, and I don't want to ever take commissions from people uh, I just want small business in Tasmania to prosper and be seen by the rest of the world uh, we, we've had sales from um, as far as Isle of Man you know so at the web, website is being seen without me being able to put any money in it yet, into it yet, because um, obviously it's a not-for-profit, it, it's a it's a social enterprise. So, and,
1: I mean, just that undertaking. When when did you first start this? The...
0: Um, I need to actually go back and have a look at the date that I first phoned um, Sarah, but I think it was April. Okay. Uh, so literally, the website um, April May. Uh, maybe May, because the website um, with her amazing undertaking because it's a monster of a site. Mm. Uh, she she had it built in four weeks. Wow. So yeah,
1: yeah. We were. I like- mean, there's so many, there's so much logistics that go on behind that. Just to, like, yeah. I think when you hear about an Etsy for Tasmania, that can seem, especially if you've just got your own Shopify site, that might seem mm. quite straightforward. But connecting to all different vendors would be mm. just a mammoth of of mm. tech behind mm. behind you,
0: yeah. And it was um, we decided to empower the the store owners too to set up their own uh, storefronts on there. So we've, you're dealing with people who have anything from no experience in tech. To the other end uh, but it's all new to anyone it was new to me I had to learn how to run it myself in order to teach people how to set up their own stores so it is actually more than just a sales platform too it's become a business mentoring um mm. site, if you like I mean, if, you know teaching people how to share their stores online and how to communicate online and you know the the beauty of being on multiple platforms, um, you know, and the sales might not go through Buy From Tasmania and for me that's fine. If we can funnel people back to their own business websites, great. It's got them traffic, we've got traffic. Um, So because it it is a social enterprise and it's just about celebrating our Tasmanian businesses and getting them sales, it doesn't matter to me whether it's through Buy From Tasmania or their own websites um, so long as they're, they're doing well. Um, that's the basic.
1: The the idea behind it I think is really incredible. Really it's to is, is the ma- are the main vendors on there people that would be traditionally going to like your markets and, and being store owners at, at or stallholders at markets and doing the market circuit. Is that where the yeah. majority of
0: that would that be? was the um attraction initially? Um now it's going across the board. So we're also getting I'm I'm really pushing at the moment so we could we get um accommodation B&Bs and um, all of those kind of services on there as well so it's not just going to be your plain um, Etsy where you go and shop you actually will go there to find anything that's Tasmanian so if you need your car detailed or you need your house cleaned or or you want to go out somewhere nice for dinner um, you can go to this one place and look for anything that's Tasmanian Um, and I, I think that that's what it's all about. It's about us getting together with one area that we can go to and and just find anything Tasmanian.
1: Okay. So this is a huge, uh, this is a social enterprise, but it's also, it would be a huge time and energy, not to use, this sounds like a negative word, but suck for you. Yeah. So what is, what was your Um, I guess, motivation to, because you're really putting in a lot of time and energy into building other people's businesses. Mm -hmm. And you also have your own business as well. Mm. So what was the motivation behind creating Buy From Tasmania? And talk talk to me about the thought process behind that.
0: Yeah. Well, I am, I was born in Tasmania and I've always lived here. I've never lived outside Tasmania. I adore Tasmania. I, um, to to see any of our businesses suffer um, or close their their doors was unthinkable for me, and um, that that is really the only driver behind it. And that is my love for Tasmania and and our businesses and our people. And number one is um, I I'm not even thinking about. Um, ever making money from it? I just I want this to survive, and I want our businesses to survive, and um, and this is the way I can I can see it moving forward. My business was okay, and I I had this discussion with my husband during COVID. Our business actually grew during COVID, and um, we were one of the lucky ones. And I had this real pang of guilt mm. um, that we were growing while others were closing, and I just thought. I, I can't I've got to turn this guilt into something and um and that that's really the driver for it um is one my my love for Tasmania I don't want any of our businesses to fail and and that kind of the guilt that I had from our business doing so well um so it has been a balancing act I um I I can't neglect our own business particularly as it's in this growth period um but you know, doing the buy from Tasmania, I also have to make sure I don't neglect that, you know, that these these businesses, we don't want them coming on board and they're not having the support. Mm-hmm. So I have, um, I go to these amazing women in business luncheons, you know, you know the type and um, I've just met the most amazing, I've just joined the most amazing one in my local area and those women are, are getting behind this now. And um, for the same reason they just want to see businesses survive in Tassie, and um, yeah, so I I have my people around me. Whilst it's not hands-on help, I have these people I can always reach out to and talk to, and it's uh, yeah, they're just an incredible um, network and source of information and strength for us.
1: And is it just you that's doing all the day-to-day facilitation yeah. and management of the website?
0: Yes, it is. Wow. Um, but I'm really lucky that um, Sarah, the the developer, um, she she answers every one of my questions. <laughs> Poor thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, so one day she'll be able to sleep without me <laughs> pestering her. <laughs> She's just incredible. But we are kindred spirits, and and this is her baby too. And it, I, it's um it's it's one of those builds for her that she could. She could never just hand over. She's um, It's always going to be a baby for her as well. So I'm incredibly lucky I found her.
1: And where do you see, I mean, you're only, at, what are we, four to five months tops into just the conception of really all having the phone call with Sarah to mm. get that website built up and running. So there's been a lot that you've achieved in that short time. Where, where do you see, there will be a time where, I mean, we, we don't know what's happening with COVID. We don't know mm. what the what the next year, six months, whatever will hold. Say that things do return back to normal. What do you see Buy From Tasmania being as a long-term website?
0: Um, I actually want it to be for the stage two of Buy From Tasmania is that it's not just that uh, sales channel, that it's actually a place where people will come when they're starting up businesses so if they need um business support I really want them to get the entire package as I said earlier um when my husband and I first developed our business we didn't even know how to get an ABN um where do we find a a good accountant yes and um my I mean in there the mum entrepreneur um mumpreneur mumpreneur me too I'm like what's it called again (laughs) Entrepreneur awards. We were asked, "What advice would we give to someone starting up?" And my number one advice was find a really good accountant that you can connect with. Oh
1: God! Yes,
0: that you connect with. You know that that will be there to really game changer. Yes, yeah. But it's a really little things, isn't it? Like, how do you register your business name? Um, how do you set up an email with your business name on it? You know, really basic things that we don't even think about now, but you really do back then because it's not something you've ever kind of dealt with before unless mm. you're in that
1: field. What platform um, should you host? Just even little things like exactly. Like I think that you're building a community that can be really a, a resource for probably not even just I mean, initially just Tasmanian businesses, but mm-hmm. we need women in business in particular need a place where it's those practical business things, not the strategies, not the marketing, not the necessarily the strategy-based stuff, which like I teach a strategy. I don't teach the fundamentals of having your business and just little things like that Make can make a really big impact down the road. Like I'm sure that, you've come across women in business that are like, oh, I've got to change my website over because I got started on this crappy platform and now I'm three years down the road and it's still crappy but it's such a mammoth now to change over whereas at the start if they just had a place to go and say, should yeah. I do, should I choose WordPress versus this other platform or Shopify versus this other platform and you would go this, choose this or his advice, advice or talk to a network of, of women that have already gone through that sort of stuff. What's the best platform to host your emails on? Has anyone got a good tool like that? that? Real networking aspect, in the in the questions that you just said, how you said find a really good accountant, Mine, my answer was find a network because yes. running a business is lonely and if mm-hmm. you don't have people that you can lean on for advice, whether that's mm-hmm. a local community, whether you're paying for a mastermind, whether you're just connecting with other women in business or, or mm-hmm. business owners, that, that community aspect is so important to just when you're having a bad day, you're losing your confidence, you're low on motivation. Mm-hmm. You can lean on other people that have been through what you've gone through because as much as we'd love to be able to lean on our friends that have nine to five jobs, it's, there's just no, no ability to understand what it's like until you're there.
0: No, that's exactly right. In fact, um, I was with uh, my Women in Business group uh, last week and we were out for lunch. It was Friday, so we had had a long lunch. <laughs> and uh, I, um, I looked down this table of maybe 12 or 14 women and I said to them, you know what, with all these skill sets on this table, we can solve every issue in business because it was that diverse. Mm. Um, so, and that got us talking about the potential of buy from Tasmania, that it can be that community, that that all-encompassing um, support network that we need when we're starting up in business or wanting to change the road in business or or uh, we need that extra support that, you know, we've been struggling along for two or three years. And, you know, I have an example where last, just last week we now are employing. So during COVID we started
1: employing um, people. And Can I just interrupt and say you shouldn't have the guilt for that because you are giving other people jobs during a really tough yeah. time. So that is the silver lining as well yeah. in that you're in the position to... Pay it forward with, with, um, Salaries, salary,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah you're exactly right, you're exactly right. Sorry,
1: so, trucks. Do you, you give No,
0: <laughs> no, we, we're feeling. You know, I. But um, so I really have to look at my HR now and, and payroll and and things like that. Where you know, it's it's not my call. It, I find it boring. I I don't like it, but it's something that's really important. So um, so on that table was an HR consultant and a most amazing bookkeeper, and so I said, oh um, you know, I've got staff member who wants to be paid into multiple accounts you know I'm on zero but um, I know it I think it can be done but you know how can I do it so she's sent me through all of this information that's just made it so easy for me I went why didn't I run into you five years ago you yeah know? so it's that is kind of just golden bits of information that you don't even know that are out there unless you know where to look and so if it's all in one place and um, we all have our chambers of commerce that that help but some people just find them overwhelming, you know. Is it only the big businesses that can go there, or is, is that for me because I'm only selling scarves, you know? Do I need to do that? But you might start selling scarves one day, and and next week you've got a, a multi. You, you know what it's like. You, mm. you have an international company that has suddenly started up. So. You know, there's, um, if we can just start our businesses as we want to them to grow or uh, enables them to be scalable from the beginning and you have that really firm basis to start from, um, if I can do that as part of the community
1: around Buy From Tasmania, I'm,
0: yeah, I'll be stoked.
1: <laughs> Janelle, if you don't win this award tonight, you deserve <laughs> this so much to build such a big community of like, genuinely helping other business owners in Tasmania is just it's such an incredible undertaking and like i am like blown away with how much you've been able to achieve in such a short time and getting to know you more you're the type of person that you get shit done like you're just going to do it you're going to put your mind to it and you're going to get it done like there's you know you, yeah. and you've got to have that mm. that really gutsy mm. scrappy nature to you where you just get it done and figure mm. it out mm. what advice would you have for someone that is just getting, like you said, you, you've had a business before and you were able to utilise those skills with the buy, mm-hmm. for Tas- buy from Tasmania. <laughs> what are some of the, the essential bits of advice, like you said, about the aside from finding a good accountant, for mm-hmm. business owners that are maybe in that zero to five-year period?
0: You hit the nail on the head with the um, find your community um, uh, and and know who your people are and and where you can go for help um that's really important and um oh, i'll probably get in trouble for this one <laughs> you know that business plan thing that everyone goes on about
1: i don't do one
0: <laughs> no no either do we and my husband and i are like we know roughly we kind of we've never written anything down um and in fact when um I was going for some funding for Buy From Tasmania, I was asked for the business plan and I was really bold and said to them, I don't believe in them because um, it will constrain me too much because we need to do this now and we need to be fast. And um, And it's also why I was so picky about where the funds might come from for Buy From Tasmania. Um, I didn't want anyone to hold me back. Um, so." Uh, I don't know if I should say this, but uh, one of the reasons I didn't go to government for um, funding because I didn't want any constraints, I didn't want to be Mm. held back, I I, um, I needed to do this fast and I knew it needed to be done um, to be up and running quickly because businesses were suffering. And so that is my advice. Be brave don't be afraid to ask for advice because people will give it freely. Yes. Um, and if they don't, they're not your people uh, because you, as business owners, we need, we don't give away our trade secrets. I'm not saying no. that, but we need to be there and ready to give information that's going to help support and um, and foster a, a new business that's starting up. Um, and you're not, I, I have this um Philosophy of celebrating everyone's wins, even your competitors. And um, if you're seen to be that person in business who celebrates other people, it will come back to um, you know. It will come back around to you, and you will be supported yourself. So um, don't feel you can't celebrate the wins of your competitors because you can um go to those um, women in business networking luncheons they are incredible and when they ask in those um, luncheons or whatever you go to um, if you need help put your hand up be brave and tell them what you need help with and, and where you're failing and and don't be don't there's nothing silly like even if it's I can't even get my email to work well, that's fine. Someone can because that's their core business. So never be afraid to ask those questions and um, and be part of that community.
1: I think that what you said is really really true. With the be generous with your advice and it will come back to you tenfold. Because mm-hmm. I even see people that maybe were are a couple of years younger than me, or that they might be older than me, but they're 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 maybe even just a year behind me in in a business journey, mm-hmm. and um, just sharing that even if it's just sharing that I've been there, like I know mm. what it's like or like what I like to do is for me, I I have no um no scarcity complex when it comes to other, if I'm in the client management side of things with Google Ads as well, no mm. scarcity complex with that at all. And I love seeing other account managers or other up-and-coming people that are really switched on in that area mm. and giving them advice with like pricing and people, you will find people that are generous with advice mm. and that's not to say, the flip side to that is don't be, don't take advantage of that, and yes. don't be like be be prepared to 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 respect other people's boundaries in that area mm. as well. Don't yes. don't go too far, but people will be generous with their advice and, mm. and with their support as well. I wanted to touch on one thing that you said about that sparked my interest because I don't really have any experience with with funding and things like that. Is there a lot of red tape typically behind choosing who you are going to? Approach of funding will they then typically have input into what they want you to do with those funds?
0: Yeah, they will. It's, it's it, and that is why um, I feel it's always important to go with someone with the same um, ethos as you, I, I guess, and the, the same understanding and the same vision. What you want to, where you want to to be. Um, I went, for example, I went to uh, Bendigo Bank because I had worked with them in community. Um, services before. And so they have a same um, vision for small business startups as I did with Buy from Tasmania. So I was really careful um, who I chose and who I went with. And um, they trust me. um, But also I'm really careful that um, respectful that I'm spending their money in an appropriate way and celebrate them. Um, so there, there is red tape in it, but it depends where you go to. Um, and, and so you have to make sure that you're also not taken advantage of. Okay, you've been given maybe a thousand dollars for funding. Um, what is the right amount of kind of what are you going to give back for that? And mm. you have to make sure it's proportionate, you know to what you've got and what they get out of it. So um, you can be taken advantage of uh, when you go for funding. Um, people As in expect, they'll expect too much from you. They'll expect too much from you. So um, that's, that's why you go to the, the right people for the funding and you, you set expectations up front and you have open and honest um, conversations with them initially. Um, and, yeah, and make sure you don't sell your soul, I guess. that is really important
1: for me as well. Uh, We're going to wrap up in a second. You've been so generous Mm. with your time today. I wanted to ask one quick thing that I had written down when you said that your husband and yourself both found yourself redundant at a similar time. Mm. And there might be other people that are currently going through that situation where they are, have been made redundant and maybe they've taken a hit to their confidence levels Mm. and they're not, they're not feeling like, you know, I'm keen to understand what, like, how did that make you feel? Were you in a position where you felt like that you did take a hit to your confidence during that period?
0: Um, the, the redundancy was a choice for my husband, so that was slightly different. Um, and, uh, oh, actually, I didn't take a redundancy. I actually left my work, so I actually gave you the wrong information there. Um I, I chose to leave the work that I was in um, quite deliberately. So we were in a very fortunate situation. So I know that people aren't necessarily going to be in that situation. And we also have to remember that business isn't for everyone and uh, some people will always want to be in a nine-to-five job. And um, so it, I, I had some pre- plenty of sleepless nights you know over um are we doing the right thing you know we're getting a new mortgage um where our kids are still young um there's a lot of things to take into consideration so um I think that when we talk about supporting new startups that's something that we really need to look at as well to to get their confidence up so they can actually be successful in it. Because when your confidence takes a hit, it's really hard to really mobilise yourself. Um, So, and that is part of celebrating people. Um, And I've had plenty of people come to me and go, I'm not sure that my business is good enough for a buy from Tasmania. I'm only selling blah, you know. Are you kidding me? That's great. You know how many people will want that? because they can't make it themselves. No, other people can't do that, you know. You're doing something that they can't. So so let's get you up there. You know, whether you're selling something that's only three dollars, hey, who cares? You might sell a million of them, you know? Yeah. So
1: I love that. Hmm. Well, thank you so much, Janelle. It's been fantastic to talk to you. Can you let people know where they can find Buy From Tasmania and connect with you further if they need to or if they Absolutely. want to be stocked on Buy From Tasmania if they're, yeah. on, if they're located in Tassie?
0: If you're in Tassie, yes, you can um, just go to buyfromtasmania.com.au. You can register to either sell or promote your, uh, you might have a service um, that you might want to promote as well and you're more than welcome to be on there. So You can register your business via there. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram under Buy From Tasmania, and also find Plug a Business Tasmania group as well. So, if you'd like to go there, and I'm always around um, accepting messages on my personal Facebook as well. So, well, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Chanel. It's been like, you just blown me away with how much you've been able to do. It's oh, very generous. In just a short amount of time. And I think it's just incredible. And I really appreciate you talking to me today. Thank you, Katie. How fantastic is Janelle? I really hope you enjoyed that episode. I forgot to even say in the intro that Janelle and I were competing for the same Oz Mumpreneur Award. As I'm speaking now, recording this on the 10th of September, we actually find out tonight who gets the award for the Victoria Tasmania Digital Innovation Award. And I so hope that Janelle has won. She is just the amount of effort that she's put into building this social enterprise is so inspiring and phenomenal. All the while juggling a household, a family and another business. So Janelle is fantastic. Make sure you do check out Buy From Tasmania. Support the local businesses. And if you're in Tasmania and you want to join and become a vendor on Buy From Tasmania, also head to the website to find out how to do that. I hope you love this episode. Connect with me. I'm at Griffin underscore on Instagram. I would love for you to slide into my DMs, tell me what you thought of this episode, let me know what other topics you want me to talk about, and if there's anyone else that you think would be a good guest, and leave a rating and review. That really helps for other people to find the podcast and for it to grow. So thank you for listening, and I will chat to you next week.